Hello everyone and welcome back to the Entertaining Minds of Complicated People. My name is Marcus and today I am going to be taking you through some more of the latest news in the gaming and movie industry. So without further ado, let's get into today's first topic, which is Final Fantasy XIV. So Final Fantasy XIV has been incredibly popular this year. And unfortunately, this has led to server issues, as most popular games will encounter, and uh, especially after the release of Endwalker. And this left a lot of players, uh, unsurprisingly, in queues and unable to play the game, which understandably annoyed a lot of the community. Now, Square Enix have done multiple uh, things to mitigate the issue. Unfortunately, this has also meant that they've had to just pull the game from sale. So what they've done is they have taken away the starter and complete editions of the game and you can no longer buy in them you can no longer buy them and you will no longer be able to buy physical editions soon according to uh nakoi yoshida the game producer um i'm sorry if i mispronounced that uh, players are currently experiencing extremely long wait times due to the dense concentration of play hours which far exceed our server capacity, especially during peak times, and so we have decided to temporarily suspend the sale and delivery of Final Fantasy XIV starter and complete editions. Uh, that was in a, said in a statement from the game producer. Now, uh, this also means that they are going to be suspending registration for the free trial and free trial players free trial players that already have the free trial will be able to continue playing the game but they will be restricted to late night and early hours so this is when there'll be least traffic on the game and people that have got the active subscriptions as well are being prioritized in the queue so it it doesn't mean that you can't play the game but you won't be able to buy new copies of the game for a little while yet. And they said as well that they'll be granting, uh, they've already granted seven days of game time, and they'll also be granting another 14 days of game time uh, to those who have been affected. And uh, the good news is, though, that the developers have actually found the bug that is causing this, uh, known as Error 2002, and they... uh, they said it's part of the login-related program that was from version 1.0, and a patch is scheduled for the 21st of December. So if you're a Final Fantasy XIV fan, then you are in luck, and hopefully this should resolve the issue forevermore. However, as we know, there are bound to be other issues if the server capacities are still small, but they have figured out part of the issue. So, hopefully that'll get the majority of it resolved. So, that leads us on to our second topic, which is Splinter Cell. So, anyone that's been following gaming news closely recently will know that there have been rumours surrounding a new Splinter Cell game, and it has finally been confirmed by Ubisoft, as it is now in the very early stages of development, and this means that it will not get released for another few years yet, potentially 22-23, not years, just 2022-23, maybe 24. Uh, yeah, that it's definitely going to be 22, I don't know why I said that. Um, but yeah, <laughs> uh, 
Um, the last Splinter Cell game was released back in 2013, and it's been eight years since there was a major release. This has led many people to believe that the game franchise was dead in the water. However, people that have played uh, Ghost Recon Wildlands will know that there, ha- there have been that there was a Splinter Cell uh, mission in there where you play with Sam Fisher, and in Rainbow Six Siege, of course, they added Zero as an operator, also known as Sam Fisher. So it's not as if they don't like uh, Splinter Cell, it's just that they hadn't made a game in a while. So all these people were seeing Splinter Cell, Splinter Cell, and thinking, well, at least they at least they have the IP, at least they still want to use the IP in other video games. And so now it seems it's going to be getting its own video game once again. Uh, this game will have next generation visuals and gameplay, unsurprisingly, which means it'll be available on the PS5 and Xbox XS. As most games are by standard these days, it's been over a year now since PlayStation 5 has launched. So, there we have. So there is no reason why it wouldn't be. There is no trailer, but Ubisoft has used an announcement video, uh, which will be linked in the description, so if you'd like to check that out. They're saying that they're going to go back to the early days of Splinter Cell and rediscover what it means to be Splinter Cell, essentially. They want to take what Splinter Cell was and make it into a new game for a more modern audience. Um, it was back in 2013, which is now eight years ago, nearly nine. And it'll potentially be 10, 11 years by the time it releases. So there, that hasn't really been a game recently. So it's unclear to me. So this could be a remake or this could be... Um, so this appears that it could be a remake, uh, either a remake in the sense that it will be an uh, old game remade, not a remaster, or it could just be a revival like Modern Warfare 2019, which is more likely the case. And Splinter, uh, and Ubisoft have confirmed that it will not be an open world game. So for those people that are worrying, uh, don't worry, it's not going to be an open world game. It could be a linear game. Uh, I'm not sure exactly, there aren't enough details on it. But I guess we'll have to see when that comes out. So yeah, that uh, that is pretty much Splinter Cell for you guys. So I'm excited to see Splinter Cell. I really would like to see how it goes, see how it's going to uh, turn out. But at the end of the day, you know, it, it it's going to be a few more years yet, so hopefully it won't have been impacted by COVID like a lot of other things have been. But yeah, I'm really excited to see how it goes, and I would love to see, I love to see how it goes. I'd love to see Ubisoft and all that. We'll 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 see how it goes. Uh, really excited. Uh, good luck to Ubisoft, and hopefully they don't mess it up, uh, which is actually a big ask at this point. So uh, please prove me wrong in a few years time but I, I don't think will but we'll see we'll see uh, gotta keep up hope gotta keep up hope so that really brings us to a break then and so after the break i'll be talking about dr disrespect's new game studio and elden ring which will include spoilers so if you don't want to listen to those you'll have to skip ahead when we get there but other than that thank you guys and i will be back after the break And we are back after that break, and now I'm going to be talking to you guys about Dr. 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 
not to disrespect New Game Studio. So he has a, apparently teamed up with COD creative strategist uh, Rob Bowling and a Halo 5 multiplayer designer Quinn Del Hoyo and together they are all going to be launching a game studio called the Midnight Society and they will be aiming to create the best, most community-focused online PvP multiplayer experience the world has ever seen. They're still in the early stages, so no specific details have been released about projects yet, and they are likely to give communities and influencers access much earlier in the development process. The studio is currently focusing on hiring staff. Um, so the issue I uh, there's, a, there's an issue I have with this, and it's that what does Doctor Disrespect know about game design? I I honestly it, it, prove me wrong if he knows stuff about it. Please prove me wrong. But he is a Twitch streamer, or at least was a Twitch streamer. He kind of dropped off the face of the earth for a while, um, and I can see why he wants to give communities and influencers access much earlier in the process because as a as someone, as, 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 as he was a Twitch streamer, so this obviously gives him an insight into the other side of the community, and I can understand why he wants to make a more community-focused uh, online PvP experience, and honestly, good luck to him. If he and the other team can make it, then it'd be brilliant. He he has teamed up with some of the biggest people in the industry. Well, people worked on the biggest games in the industry, so Call of Duty, Halo. Um, so either that says something about the companies that they left, i.e. Activision, who we know have been in trouble, and Microsoft, who, uh, when they have talked about a lot of people leaving studios from Microsoft and how Microsoft have poorly handled some of their studios. Um, but that's a story for another day. If you are interested, please look it up. Um, but yeah, honestly, I think it's quite interesting. And I would love to see what kind of games they'd make. Um, obviously, it just appears to be multiplayer games. What it will look like, I don't know. Whether it will be free to play, I don't know. I doubt it. Uh, it probably needs to be pay-to-play, otherwise the studio is probably not going to make much money. Although we have seen a lot of free-to-play titles that make millions, i.e. Fortnite, i.e. Apex. Um, but otherwise, I don't know. It'll be really interesting to see, and good luck to Dr. Disrespect on everything he's doing. And maybe he will get other people involved. Please, please get Dakotas involved. Please get, please get my guy involved. Dakotas is the, like literally the best guy. Please, please. On to topic number four then, which is Elden Ring. So Elden Ring has had some spoilers, we will not go into them, as they're pretty easy and hard to find. So, date miners have uncovered spoilers of the game, including voice lines, plot details, and this even includes the ending. However, uh, this has led to the Elden Ring subreddit updating its rules, saying that posting of... Uh, uh, posting spoilers and speculation associated with those spoilers uh, will result in a ban and uh, as the game is only two months away from launch it's not exactly what people want to hear at the moment um i completely understand this i completely understand why people don't want to see the spoilers um up to up to them up to up to you if you want to go out and search for them 
Um, they are. I'm pretty sure they're they're pretty easy to find. Um, on some places on the internet, but I don't think a lot of people are running these stories because they don't want to spoil it for other people. So you have to you have to go a little bit deep. You don't have to go too deep, but we don't really want to spoil it for you guys. So, but uh, other than that, there's not really anything else to say on Elden Ring other than there are spoilers. So if you want to go look for them, look for them. If you don't, don't. <laughs> I mean, it's interesting if you if you wanna if you wanna look for Elden Ring spoilers, go ahead. But uh, yeah, don't really want to spoil it for you guys. So. You're welcome. Just making you aware. And that leads us on to the fifth topic, then. Fifth and final topic, which is Roblox. So, Roblox was described in early 2021 as a mega ga- as a gaming mega platform making its own rules. And a YouTube channel... Uh, the YouTube channel People Make Games dug deeper into this back in August, releasing a video about exploitative practices from Roblox and, more recently, about collectibles and the black market. In this video, they break down the brand uh, Roblox, uh, and they talk about how Roblox is more of a development platform than a game, as small studios and individuals are able to create games on Roblox and can make enormous sums of money from hit games which can be seen in a lot of different cases, including the case of Jack, who is featured in the video, which will be linked in the description. Um, His game on Roblox went big when he was only 13, and he was earning approximately 200,000 Robux, 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 which translates to around $700. He spent much of this time, uh, much of this on in-game items, and with a minimum cap, amount to cash out set at 100,000 Robux, he was stuck when his balance dropped below, meaning he couldn't cash out that $700 or the $350 if he was still at 100,000 Robux, but as soon as he dropped below, he couldn't really do much, he could only spend more Robux, um, and unfortunately, uh, he also lost all of these later to a Trojan, and his game was also removed. So, uh, the uh, the issue with this is is that because very little of this is actually covered in Roblox rules, um, or regulated in any way by anyone, it can become an issue, especially when this is all geared towards children. So it's. Basically, what they're saying is, it appears they appear to be saying that this is not very, uh, very friendly for kids. So, if you're making something and your parents are not the ones that are taking the money, uh, like they could, for example, be the only ones. Uh, so, if you in other industries, if you earn money, if you earn money from other industries then uh, usually your parents are the ones that will be taking that money and saving it in another account for you. Um, although that is uh, easily uh, easily able to be questioned. Uh, if you look at Jeanette McCurdy, uh, who played Sam on iCarly and on Sam and Cat, you can, uh, you can see what she goes on about, about all of uh, the exploitation and stuff that goes on. But uh typically parents will be able to save their money or at least they'll have direct access to this money as this seems it 
was a large amount. $700 isn't a small amount, let's be honest. Uh, this was given to a 13-year-old boy to handle. And if you think about it, 13-year-old boys are not exactly the best people to be giving $700 to. Especially as it's in-game currency and they would just be able to spend and spend and spend, which is exactly what Jack did. And they were left with uh, a lot of Robux in his account. And unfortunately, this also meant that uh, it is also unfortunate that he did later lose these to a Trojan, which just proves how um, dangerous that this can be in a child's hands as uh, it's very likely that this has been, this Trojan was either sent to him in an email, like a link, or someone was promising something. I don't exactly know how he got the Trojan. Uh, it doesn't say here. It might be in the video. But there's a good chance that someone tried to exploit him, uh, used the Trojan, and took the money. So, yeah, it's it's pretty scary to think that this is uh, what could happen to people. So, yeah, that's that's pretty much it on Roblox. I hope they get their rules fixed. Um, I don't want them to break what they've currently got, but I don't want them to keep what they've currently got. I don't want them to break their own economy because we've seen it happen multiple times before where people have made things and then the game's gone. Okay, we're going to change, like... Not necessarily even even uh, games, but we have things like OnlyFans uh, when they announced their changes, which they soon went back on. But uh, we, we, we all know what OnlyFans is used for. Uh, if you don't, don't search it up. You'll find out in your own time. Um, but yeah, the, the, the thing with like OnlyFans was that they, uh, they tried to change their entire economy and it just wasn't going to benefit them. So... For this reason, I don't see Roblox actually taking any action unless they're forced to do so by a regulator, which um, I'm not too sure about the UK, but I am I am pretty... I, I don't know if there's a specific gaming regulator, but it's a good chance that it'll actually be Ofcom who will be dealing with this. Uh, or they could bump up the Peggy rating. Which won't change much, it'll change absolutely nothing, because since when has anyone ever listened to a Peggy or uh, ESRB rating? But, there we go. But otherwise, that's it on that topic. So once again, there'll be videos and uh, websites linked in the description for you guys. So if you'd like to check out anything that we've referenced, um, include which is the Splinter Cell video and the Roblox video from People Make Games, and then the rest of our sources will be published on our website, which I will go into detail about in just a second. So that concludes today's video, and if you'd like to see more of us, you can go find us over on Twitter and Instagram, at MindsOfPeoplePC. We also have a YouTube channel, which is the same name as the podcast, if you'd like to go over there, give us a subscribe, maybe like a couple of our videos below, so if you'd like to go over there, and we will publish all of our sources on uh, from our most recent episodes on that website, and we will also have a few suggestions over there, so if you don't know what to watch, have a look over on that site there, and you will get to see. We, you can also join our Discord server, which again, Again, it's linked in the description down below and so if you would like to uh, come over there we have a lovely friendly welcoming community and we'd love to see you over there 
maybe even give us a little chat we would love to see it all right then that pretty much leaves us there so i'd like to thank all of you guys for listening and uh, thank you to everyone else who has been working diligently behind the scenes to get this all up and running once again and we will be back um with a proper episode uh with a few of us in hopefully for christmas we will be releasing an episode on christmas day just as we did last year it happens that our schedule will fall on the same day again so once again that is a big uh, a big thank you to you guys at home for listening uh thank you everyone for listening i've been marcus this has been entertaining minds complicated people thank you very much and goodbye